Welcome back to Alt.Advice, the advice show where we interview members of a single DID system and we get their life advice. I'm your host, Faye Gayard. I'm Raven. All right. So to begin with, what's your name and pronouns? Raven. He, they. Okay. And what do you look like? Well, I'm about 5'10", kind of on the, not on the thinner side, but I'm more muscular. I look, my aesthetic is vampire goth. (laughs) So, black hair, black nails, black eyeliner, pale skin, fangs. Well tailored suits. Nice. I dig it. How old are you? I'm nineteen. Are you always that age? For the most part. And when how long ago did you first split off? When we were four. Okay. That's twenty two years? Thereabouts, yeah. Yeah, not bad. And how did you pick your name? I was thinking something edgy, something goth, and Raven just seemed like a good idea. It's a very pretty name. Thank you. Alright, so for the personality section, what is your role in the system? Uh, My role is threefold. I am a physical protector, I am a sexual protector, uh, and I am a trauma holder. Okay. And how would you describe yourself in one sentence? Someone you don't want to fuck with. That's a pretty powerful sentence. What kind of music do you like? Uh, Death metal, gloom metal, thrash metal, uh, folk punk, Enya. Folk punk, huh? Yep. What's that like? Loud. I'm sensing a theme. You like it loud and angry? For the most part. I also like to listen to things like Echo Does, Silence, Colored In, Enya, and the like. You know, you okay. death metals eight hours a day and you need something to relax in the afternoon. That's fair. What are your hobbies? I like collecting bones. I like herpetology. Uh, very interested in death and what happens to people when they die. So I do a lot of research on human decomposition and burial rituals throughout history and cultures. Okay. I can't say I've ever really researched burial customs. Do they vary widely? They do. In, you know, the before common era times, the BCs, there were quite a few people that used to eat their dead. Hmm. It's a sign of respect. It's efficient. Alright, tell me a joke or a funny story. Knock, knock. Who's there? 
I don't know. Go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you keep asking us for jokes and like, we don't really have any, like I'm the anti-joke man. That's fair. I'm not a comedian. I'm a goth. I am demonstrating the breadth of versatility within your system. So if there are some of you who aren't very funny, now we know. You know what I mean? Knock, knock. Who's there? The doorbell repairman. <laughs> the doorbell repairman who? That's it. That's okay. the whole joke. That's the whole joke. <laughs> Knocking on the door because the doorbell's broken. That's fair. What's your oldest happy memory? I don't have one. I'm a trauma holder. Happiness isn't something that I really do. Surely you've been around sometimes when things were not terrible. Just because I'm around doesn't mean I get to keep the memories. So you don't remember anything that wasn't terrible? I mean, that's the whole point of a trauma holder, is to hold only the terrible things so nobody else has to. Some of the others had happy memories as well as their trauma, but that, that's okay if you don't have any. We'll just have to make some. Alright, in our final section, uh, the DID-specific section, how often do you front? I've been dormant for a while, but recently I've been fronting a little bit more, so maybe two, three times a week. Okay. What's your favorite part of the inner world? I like the Badlands. Yeah? What are they like? They like the desert. Reds and tans all cascading together, the endless dunes, the quiet wailing of those in pittance. I like it. It sounds very new. What's one thing you wish the rest of the system understood about you? That I exist only because they couldn't handle it. Okay. What's one thing you wish the rest of the world knew about you and or your life? We don't all have happy memories. I'm sorry if I offended you. It's fine. It's the most common icebreaker. Tell us a story from your childhood. Tell us something happy. Tell us your favorite kid memory. And some people just don't have happy lives. I mean, that's fair. I guess what I'm trying to get at is more learn more about you without breaching your privacy. You know what I mean? I don't want... I don't want this to become the kind of show where we just talk endlessly about trauma. I want to know more about you and less about the trauma. Well, now you know. I don't have anything other than trauma. I'm sorry. That sounds pretty bad. It is what it is. 
What's the best thing about being part of your system? Best thing about being part of the system? I don't know. I don't really like it. Okay. I guess the best part of the system is that I don't have to exist all the time. That's fair. What's the worst thing about being part of the system that you feel comfortable talking about? The fact that I exist. I'm sorry to hear that. I like you. You're, you like a challenge. I like you. It doesn't make my point less true. I like a lot of things. I don't think of you as a challenge. I think of you as a goth, mostly. Give it time, it'll change. We'll see. So I guess we're on to the advice section of the podcast. Um, and so this, uh, this question, I don't, I didn't write down where it came from, but the letter writer asks, I feel like a coward for quitting my job during this period because my boss was making it too hard for me to continue. I know I had a valid reason to quit, but how do I stop myself from feeling so bad? Any other context or just? That's all I got. None. Great. I mean, just because you feel bad doesn't mean you shouldn't do the thing anyway. That's entirely true. Like, I think bravery is about being scared and doing things anyway. I think sometimes there's something to say for feeling guilty and still doing the thing that you need to do for your own, for your own safety, for your own happiness, you know? Even if you have regrets, like, regrets aren't the worst thing in the world. Like, the job is bad for you. It's bad for your mental health. So stop. Yeah. Like, you're allowed to stop. The pieces of you that are telling you that you can't stop are lying to you. Shut them up and do it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you also gotta give it time. Like, sometimes you're just gonna feel bad for a little bit, and then you'll start feeling better later, you know? Like, when I broke up with my most recent ex, like... I knew it was going to be bad, but it was something that had to be done. And sometimes you just got to, the only way to get out of the bad feeling is to just hunker down and get through it. You know, keep putting food in your face, keep sleeping at night as much as you can, keep taking your meds if you have any, keep existing and eventually the pain will subside or the guilt will subside. Even if it doesn't. Like, just keep moving. Eventually you can drown out pain through motion. That's fair. I don't know, I'm, I'm the kind of person who has a t-shirt that says, This too shall pass. Because things do end eventually. 
whether that's bad feelings or bad jobs or whatever, you know, whatever you're going through, it'll eventually end. You might not still be there at the end of it, but it'll eventually end. I mean, yeah, I guess you might not be there at the end. You know, people die. Right. But, like, you know, it's not worth killing yourself over a stupid job. That's fair. Like. And if your job makes you want to kill yourself, quit the job. Even if you don't have a place to go, quit it, you know? I mean, I guess not everybody can, but if there's any way you can make it work. And, like, if you can't make it work, you know, and, like, you have to stay there until you find something else, find something else. Yeah. Find something else that is workable for your budget and your needs and your health. Yeah, one of the things about toxic workplaces is that they often make you feel like every workplace is going to be that way and it's not right other workplaces will have their own drawbacks but they'll have their own upsides and they'll be different sometimes just knowing that things will be different can help you get through you know it's not always going to be how it is the sun rises and sets and it will always come be and it will always be becoming tomorrow. Yep. Just give it time. I also suggest if it's if you can get so in your area without putting yourself in trouble, doing a lot of marijuana. I don't recommend drugs. I just recommend that one. No, because anything can become addictive. I mean, that's fair, but I feel like if you need something to numb out your pain, marijuana is better for your body than alcohol, which is the socially accepted response. Don't drink about it. Don't do drugs about it. If you need to numb out, just dissociate. It's not always that easy for people. You'd be surprised. It's a lot easier on the body than drugs. Trust me. That's fair. Well, let's see. I think we've pretty much gone through... I, I'm, I'm not thinking of any other solutions for our letter writer. Do you have any others? If you have any family that you can like fall back on, um, or really good friends that can check in on you. Set up a safety plan. Because, like, it sounds like you're in a crisis space. And, yeah, don't feel guilty. But do make sure that you have a crisis safety plan set up. Where would you send them to get more information about how to make a safety plan? Um, a really great resource is uh, the NAMI website. The National Alliance uh, for Mental Health Initiative. It's a free resource. They have support groups all around the U.S. and Canada. Um, I don't know about any countries other than that, but I know they are uh, in the U.S. and Canada. And they are a free community mental health support group. And they have all kinds of resources on their website. 
um, including a crisis number. Excellent. Yeah, I know NAMI is a really good resource. I've done some fundraising for them in the past. And I've actually got a friend who's starting a, uh, a chapter of a support group with, with their help. Not around here, though. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Um, and if you are struggling with addiction due to mental health issues uh, and you don't want to do like a religious program like AA or NA, uh, Smart Recovery covers everything from alcohol to drug addiction to marijuana addiction um, and is queer friendly and based in cognitive behavioral therapy as opposed to a traditional 12 step. Yeah, I've heard a lot about those programs. They seem really, they seem really cool. Anything else? That's all I got. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about while we got some time? Not what you probably want to put on air. It's about what you want to put on air. I'm just the host. I mean... DID is a disorder of extreme trauma. Mm -hmm. It's not cute and it's not fun. It's hard and we struggle every day with it. I know. And I just don't want people to get the impression that like this is some fun day camp that happens in our head every day. Like it's hard. And myself and Rowan and the other adults up here put in a lot of work every single day to keep everybody safe and healthy and moving. And like, it's messy and it's hard. And it's not some cute little 30 minute advice podcast. It's real life. You know, and you're going to get people that don't have happy memories. You're going to get people like me who are pretty much angry assholes all the time. So, like, you know, use this as a way to better understand people with DID. But, like, don't try to convince people you have DID if you don't. And don't go looking for people with DID because you think they're going to be your bestie like Bean or Echo or any of the other people you've interviewed that are cute and sweet and happy-go-lucky people because like inside each one of them I guarantee is a fucking asshole like me who will self-destruct your relationships to keep you safe because you can't see clearly and like I'll be the bad guy if it keeps us from getting shot again. Like, you know, that's what I do. I'm the bad guy. I appreciate that. You know, there needs to be somebody there who's willing to make the tough decisions, like that later writer who need to quit their job, who's willing to get, make the hard choice to get out when it needs to get out. And I'm glad that you've been able to keep the system safe. A lot of people think we'd be better off if I didn't exist. Maybe they're right. I don't think so.
You haven't watched me self-destruct Rowan's life yet. <laughs> Maybe so, but I suspect you've been behind some of the major moves that needed to be made for everyone's safety, too. It's a tough decision, but someone's got to make it. Yeah. And I admire that you're able to do that. Like, my job is to protect the system at every cost. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one who pays for the cost. Which is why I don't have happy memories. Because if I hold on to anything happy, I can't get us to leave. Okay. Sorry, I need to stop. It's okay. Alt Not Advice is brought to you by your host, Bay Gayard, and perpetual guest, Rowan Pappenhagen. Our theme tune is Ambivert by ESCP. You can find them at escp-music.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening.